0: Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to Betfredsports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Jared from Below 7, and you
1: listen to The Loud Spot with Sebastian. Oh, no! Oh, boy! Ah, here it comes! The motherfucker! Shut the f*** up! Johnny Spotswood just don't know when to stop! Yeah! And if you don't like it, you better take your ass up to the snooty box, because this is the Loud Spot!
2: Okay, see you later. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. Tonight we have an awesome band. We got Jared from Below 7. What's up, brother? Doing good. How you doing, man? Good. And then we also have... Candy with Kick Rocks Entertainment on again tonight. What's up, Candy? Hey, what's up? So, how do you guys know each other?
3: Um, through our friend Oscar Rock. Uh, Below Seven came down to Greenville and did a benefit show for Boots Across America last January, and that was the first time I heard him, and I fell in love. So I latched on like I always do.
2: Yeah, you guys have a really good band. So, what's the name Below Seven? What does that mean? Does that mean anything, or is it just a cool name?
3: Well. You know, it's kinda we of, were sitting trying
0: to find out a name and actually uh we're in, at a practice spot was in a, in a in a big place that uh Todd usually does his murder parents all stuff at and uh on behind me on the post and we all were talking about it was a thing that said below seven. It meant to cut the, the board off below seven foot. It could mean so many different things though to each person, like
2: below the seven seas or, or you know, below seven if you wanna look at it in the religious or yada yada, whatever, you know. That is a really good name. How long have you guys been a band for? With, with these guys, with this this, this lineup we we got now, I think maybe four or five years. Okay, so you're not so you're no rookie to the music scene. Obviously, I'm sure you played bands in most most of your life. I'm sure since you were a teenager, you've been playing music in all kinds oh. of different bands. So you were telling me earlier that you guys actually played on uh, a cruise. Oh, we're getting ready to buy a cruise. How'd you guys get that lined up? I, I have no idea. That's really, really good. Tom's really good at booking things. So, if you guys do a, a cruise, a cruise ship, right? Do you get to go on? Do they like they pay you for it, right? So it's a free cruise for you guys, I would assume. Yeah, yeah,
0: both, yeah. I love cruising, so hey,
2: why not? <laughs> why not? I guess cruise ships are back back in session. Now, when when is the cruise going to be? When is that going to be? Must be in April. Maybe I think maybe April twenty something like that. So. So I guess it's probably—is it COVID, depending still, or is it like pretty much locked and ready to go? Well, we're we're keeping it as
0: locked at the moment, and hopefully, hopefully, we won't have to uh, delay it. All our show, all our festivals and tours of the to delayed last year, of course, but I, I'm hoping not to have to delay anything anymore. But if, if it does, we'll just we'll just move back. Well,
2: Are you going to be able to play Fu and YM2 on the <laughs> on the cruise ship?
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: oh. This song is so cool man. When I heard this song, this is the first song I heard and immediately I was like, no they didn't just come out with this song that says that right there. And you did. <laughs> and it's fucking awesome. So, I want to play the song. We're going to talk about this song. We're going to do it right now. This is FU and YM2 by Below7. song is definitely going down as one of my all-time favorite songs ever. I love, a, I love a good fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like I love that shit. How, what made you guys come up with that song? Todd
0: so came with it. Todd actually, the lead guitar, guitarist, came and said, "Hey, I got some good ideas for a words of a chord." So we wrote it together like that. And we both, I, I thought that when he said the thing, I'm like, you know, it sounds like something you would say to the old lady with the controlling mom or something. You know, something like that. So we kind of molded them together it actually a merch girl came up with one of the lines in it too
2: so it, it, it all evolved from kind of like a girlfriend's moments or you know <laughs> I think that song is suit not only are the words good but the music is also very catchy you know like it's like one of those things that you can easily bob your head bob your head to that kind of that that kind of song has your band evolved since once you first started to what you guys are doing now
0: it has we learned so much especially going in and recording you learn so much not just. I'm doing it, but from the recording studio, from the people, from from the, everybody you meet, you're going to learn something. I'm going to learn stuff from you, just from this, you know, so you learn something,
2: but you grow, and you, you keep going, that's it, That's you evolve or you die, right? That's right, man, That that is, that is very true. So how long have you been singing for? Uh, since like fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you've been singing a long time, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and do you play any other uh, instruments, or do you just sing? I do play instruments, but not in the band. Just enough to, you
0: know, help kind of write songs and bring them in. We, you know, we all write together. But there's some tunes I bring in. But like I had this tune in my head that I dreamed this. and I want to play. It.
2: Candy, what do you what do you do to help out uh, below seven? Because I know you kind of do some promote. You do a lot of promotions, so I'm assuming you do some promoting for them.
3: Basically, what I do, I just spread their music
2: around and shove it down people's throats. <laughs> is that your Is that your sister sitting right next to you over there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sister. What's your What's her name? Shayna. And you, I think you also help out, don't you? I do. I'm on the street team. Yeah, I think you actually. Did you share one of my posts before? Also. Oh
3: yeah, all the time.
2: Yeah, I thought I knew you looked <laughs> familiar when I seen you there. I said I think I know who that is, but I wasn't. I wasn't quite sure. Uh, Jared, what are some of the band's influences? I mean, my God's Back, Rob Zombies. we play, we
0: played with God's Back. We played with. Him people like, you know, a lot of big bands like it, it it's great because those those shaped us as, as growing up, but also you get to see that. It's, it's, there's so many, It's hard. there's so much music, there's so much influence in your life, it's hard to pin it down to like one thing or two things, isn't it? i mean, you know.
2: I'm sure everyone in the band probably has different influences also. You guys probably don't even listen to all the same music, I would assume. Exactly, and it kind of, it's like a melting pot because you all bring your different types and it makes something different, you know? Yeah, so what? So what do you guys have? So you guys have that, that, that cruise ship coming up. Do you have any other like tours or or, or uh, shows lined up between now and then? We
0: do. We with, besides we always try to continue playing local shows because that's where we started out and everything. We're we continuing to do that, and then we, we also next year in September we have Blue Ridge Rock Festival. We have got uh, Rebel Rock Festival, and there's, there's a few more. There's like maybe three more I can't even talk about yet until they announce. But things are rolling back again. Uh, Fuck 2020.
2: We're rolling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck. Uh, I I mentioned this before on the podcast, you know, and and I'll say it again because you're new on here. 2020 really did fuck up musicians. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, that's like probably one of the biggest industries, and people don't even, I I mean, bars obviously also, and, and nightclubs and things like that. But... Bands make their money from selling merch. They make their yeah. money from from concerts, right? From ticket sales and merch, they don't really make their money from streaming uh, their songs on Spotify or Apple Music.
0: No, you make. I mean, very little of that stuff. But I mean, merch is where it's at, man, and and live shows, man. I mean, but also even you know, forget the money and all that stuff too, man. It's like therapy being on the stage, and when you're on that stage, you just. Get so much anguish, you
2: guys, like oh, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, do you guys rock out? Do you guys rock out on the stage?
3: Oh yeah, you know.
2: <laughs> Candy, oh, yes. do they rock out on stage? Oh hell yes! <laughs> That's awesome.
3: Which is why I have to bring up—they do have a New Year's Eve show coming up in Tennessee at the Halo Bar, and I will be there.
2: And this is why Candy is on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so. So so you guys are uh, a Tennessee and Virginia mixed rock band, right? You guys, some of the bands members live in Tennessee and some of in Virginia. I'm not very good with my uh, geography, I guess. So those two states, I would assume, touch each other. <laughs> I guess we're all hillbillies and shit, but what, we love rock and roll. We like metal, you know. We're just <laughs> The hills have eyes. <laughs> That's super cool. So, see, so I'm being from... Um, California area, and now I live in Oklahoma. I know all about the Central and West Coast. When it comes to the East Coast, there's so many fucking states, man, that it's like, it's hard to remember which state touches where. What state touches California? See? Nevada. You can't, oh, Nevada's one of Yeah, good job. Yeah, good job. I was going say, you can't make fun of me that much. Yeah, Nevada, Nevada does, and so does, uh, uh, Oregon, Oregon, which I lived in Oregon. I lived everywhere but the East Coast. So what, What's the biggest concert you've ever done? Fit, like, like in front Ridge, of the uh, stage-wise or uh, crowd-wise?
0: was Rock Festival 2019. I think there's about estimated 30,000 people in the in the in the crowd, and it went great. It was awesome. It was. I got photos, and just it was, it was great. It was the energy. The more people there watching, the more the easier it is to get into it, to get the vibe, to get in there and yourself
2: yeah you know it's it's really um, funny I hear different i hear different um different bands say different things about where they feed their energy from and I would be more like you like if the crowd's into it I'm gonna fucking go yeah that's it man. You, so, know it's, you know you know you
0: but you're alone and it. you want to fill up like your part of the the whole of the whole show the whole thing and just feed off that vibe together and get lost you
2: know yeah just you ever have any embarrassing moments on stage? Like, have you ever fallen or uh, <laughs> or, or anything like that? I, I ripped my pants one time on stage, and that was that's been a long time ago.
0: But it
2: was pretty damn embarrassing. <laughs> hey, you know what? Though, what were they just were they too tight on your like Were they skinny jeans? They were leather pants, and this was a long time ago. I swear to God, I don't wear them anymore. Now. No, you do wear them. I saw you wear them the other day. I didn't want to let you know, but I, I passed. I, I drove all the way down to. Uh, Virginia, I drove past house, seen you with those leather jeans, and the rips still in them. So don't lie to me, brother.
0: That was
2: my assless chaps. <laughs> oh, that was, those was your assless chaps? My bad. Okay, well, continue to wear those. Uh, I got kind of turned on by it. So, uh, <laughs> What's your, your next song I want to play? Whiskey Baby. I love that name, Whiskey Baby. That is such a fucking rock and roll name, man. And
3: this is my there favorite
2: is. one by them. Oh, this one's Candy's favorite one by them. That's so why I had to throw it in man. I knew I had to. <laughs> Jared, what's your favorite song by your own band? Oh, I don't know. This is probably my favorite. To tell you, let's be honest. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't heard it because I got these sent. You sent them to me today because you know what? I'm bad at keep following up, following up with people to like the day of the podcast. I'm like, hell yeah! By the way, we have a podcast today, right? And you're like, yeah. I was like, okay, good. Thank God. So then I said, I need four songs. You sent me these songs, so I haven't really heard it yet. So, I'm, get, I'm gonna get to listen to it for the first time right now and let you know what I think about it. And let's do that right now. This is Whiskey Baby Below Seven. Yeah, so I could see why that is a favorite song by both of you. That song is also really good. That song sounds like, it literally sounds like something you hear on the radio. And you know what? You know, I'm not going to lie to you. I swear to God, I swear to God this really happened today. It was Yeah, today. My wife and I were driving to go get some lunch at a, at a burger place here in Oklahoma City called Bubba's, right? They got like a little nice little like burger type joint. And I was like, hey, let's check out some songs from Below 7. So I went on my Apple Music. And my wife's like, I think I've heard this song before. I was like, no, they just sound like you should have heard them already. Like, you guys have that sound where I think you play it once and it kind of sticks in your head and it sounds like it's something you've already heard. And that's really the sound you got. every band should go for that wants to make it big. Make something that's going to be catchy. That sounds familiar to them.
0: It's, it's, a lot of times that happens when we're writing. And, and, and they were like, have we heard that before? Does it sound too much like something? And we're, we're all like, make sure it not you know, because I don't know what it is, but it does give that
2: vibe. I mean I, I know I'm, I saw I'm, I'm, I, I saw you in your ass with chaps and everything, but I'm not trying to suck your dick. But you guys do sound great.
0: <laughs> <There you
2: are. laughs> hey what your eye man you know,
0: whiskey baby Day, man, we actually uh, I wrote the lyrics to that rug it in. It was about a uh, a guy that was sound drunk during Southwest. I'm lured from a local place here. And he always like passed out out, got drunk and passed down the side of the road. Uh, some days they wouldn't sell alcohol, so he would go in to actually Todd's bad store and uh, buy the Aqua Velva blue aftershave and drink that shit on Sundays. I mean, dude.
2: But his name was a uh, Bill Venable, and that's why I used the name in there. He had a girlfriend named Wahoo. Man, that is that. Well, at least the song has a meaning. That's pretty. That's pretty interesting. You said earlier that F U and Y two. How many? How many streams does it get on? Does it get monthly? I mean, what's the stats on that song?
0: The last count, it was going about 300,000 plays a month and this month it's been going, like we've noticed it's go like 3.4K a day. If we keep an eye on it, that's just one of the platforms I think that's on, uh, Spotify? Uh, Pandora. Oh, Pandora. But, yeah. But it's on, it's on iTunes, it's on all the different stuff,
2: All the different platforms. Do but, you guys, do you, do you, so I'm assuming you get a, a, some sort of monthly royalty check or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, with the, the, the the so payment entertainment we get like a quarterly thing So you get a little measly ten bucks every now and again, and you got fucking a million a million listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably a little more than that. But I know I know it does I know it doesn't it does not uh, pay a whole lot. Do you guys have a man like Do you guys have a straight up management team like like a label or uh, sponsors or who who helps push you guys besides Kick Rocks Entertainment?
0: Um, VIM and uh,
2: Payment Entertainment. Kind of on the red, so so like that, to so you, you got it pretty much mostly independent then, huh? Yeah, yeah. Tim
0: King helps a lot of stuff from Soul. So, I mean, we we toured with Tim with Soul and Flaw. Actually, I met Oscar through Flaw. He was a uh, he was out with Tim when I first met him.
2: Okay, so here's a question I have: How did you guys? How was your band able to play with a band like Flaw? Did you have to pay? to play with them and then hope you made your money back from uh, from selling March or was it some of you guys just kind of send a, a, a CD and sh- show your fans and an APK and all that and they agree to it. How does that work? Well,
0: Tim King kind of he heard one of the songs and kind of contacted us so so we were already kind of in in there with soul and it just happened to pull LaSol was there too but we uh, we went in and of course we did our part and everything. you have to it's just how every band starts out with you know, you're getting that publicity.
2: When you play with these bigger bands, uh, do you also get to hang out with them backstage or do they kind of do their own, like, do you have like somewhere else you got to go and they get like the the more private and you just like, you get to get fucking go somewhere else. How does that work?
0: We usually get really drunk and do crazy shit all of us together. So, um, like, what's all, oh, there's so many stories and, and stuff, but I mean, I, you know, I don't know what I should tell them what I shouldn't. <laughs> we, we, we got drunk with Tito's and vodka in South Carolina with, uh, with, with soil and soil both. You know, we, could, we did some crazy shit. I think, uh, Ryan took back a bag of, I did him a bag of Cheetos and came back and I think they said there you know, was Cheetos all over
2: place. <laughs> hey, hey, you don't have to mention the band's name, but is it, or if there is one, is there a band that you've played with that they thought their shit did not stink and didn't give a fuck who you were and didn't want to talk to you?
0: Yeah, we played with Trash once. <laughs>
2: I couldn't hear. What band was it? Say it again. Trapped. Oh, trapped. Oh, them. Yeah. Well, they're not gonna. They don't. They don't listen to my podcast, anyways. I don't think. I don't think they're. So what? They thought they were fucking way better than you or something? They sucked. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: they were assholes, man. They just the fact that shit don't stink. And they came in and treated everybody like shit. Man. I, just, I don't understand it. I don't get it. And they, they. They did not act professional
2: whatsoever. I think, I think, I think uh, sometimes bands it can get in their heads that they're better than than you, and you know who are you to be even talking to them, and you know, and and you know, I, I even have that with um, management teams. Like I reach out to some management teams on Facebook that they're friends with me on Facebook, and I'll shoot them a message, "Hey, do you and some of your bands that you manage to want to be on the podcast?" And I, and they read it and they don't respond. So i I'll, I'll message again a couple weeks later. Still no response. I'm like, well, maybe you think you're fucking better than me. Maybe you think you're better than my podcast. I don't know, but I think we're fucking having fun here, and so that's awesome. Yeah,
0: that's it, man. Hate I hate that attitude, man. I really do hate that attitude and stuff, man. You know, we're all artists. We're all, you know, we're doing
2: the thing we love, man. You don't have to step on other people to do the things you want to do. No, I I completely agree with that. The song "Freight Train Coming." What's that song about?
0: Scotty wrote that song.
2: He's a, a rhythm
0: guitarist, backup vocals. He sings with, with the higher pitches behind and everything with his, uh He uh, he wrote that, but it's kind of about like being pushed around all your life because you try to be a nice guy. What I'm taking from it, and uh, kind of that point to where you keep pushing somebody's a nice person so much, and so far, they're gonna end up blowing up and coming on your ass. You know
2: what I mean? <laughs> gonna, yeah, you <laughs> you're gonna you get it one day if keep keep it coming. Freight Train, oh, I like it, I I get it, I get it, it clicks, I got it, I think I just got it, (laughs) but I got it, this is Freight Train coming below seven, I want everyone to know that you guys' band is really awesome, and I'm happy that you guys are doing the podcast, that you're here, Jared, thank you for that, Uh, Freight Train coming, let's spin it right now. One thing, Jared, I noticed is that the bass and all the songs I've heard so far is definitely, it's almost, like, it's almost like a leading role in all of your songs. So does your bass player have a lot to do with the writing process? He does, man. Like, no matter who brings in a Rousewood song, he's got that room
0: and he does his own thing and he's good at it. I mean, he, you know, he's, like, in his background, he loved funk music when he was younger and stuff and all the different stuff. So you can tell, and he kind of brings it out in there, and it feels a little more groovy in it, and a little deeper. And you know, but he also likes the heavier stuff too. So he, now, and he, he brings it over into it, transitions it over, and he does all different things. Lance, the board is a great bass player, man. he's solid. And, and those those lines are his; those those came from his head. You know, and he's putting in, he messing with everything, no matter who brought what.
2: Yeah, I'm to give a shout out. I know your bass player's not on the podcast tonight. I want to give him a shout out. I think he is an. I think he helps make your band sound like your band with his leading role as a bass player. I think it's. I, I think it sounds fantastic. So uh, good job, man! And maybe next time we have a podcast, you can be on it. That'd be super cool. What song should we expect from Below Seven? And I want to make sure everyone knows that when you look at Below Seven, it's below and then the number seven. So it's below number seven, uh, not spelt out. What should we expect from below seven in 2021? Are you guys working on new material right now?
0: We are. We're going to release the first new original on January the 1st. It's called Glue Factory. It's about, you know, kind of, everybody gets time in a different way. You'll, you'll see more of that later. And, uh, it's a, it's a little bit heavier than what we have done just a tad bit. So it's getting, we're diving a little more out of our comfort zone. With the first CD we did, we made sure to do something that we can reproduce exactly every single night easily. No matter what happened, we will, we'll give us a first run. We were kind of baby stepping it out of there. And now we're going to kind of just force it out. We're going to try to come up with a brand new original every two months.
2: Is it a a little bit intimidating to, uh, when you have, you know, songs like F U and YM M two, and then come out with new stuff. Is it like, fuck, man, I hope we can put out something else that everyone likes? like. Are you a little bit worried about what people think about it? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but I'm
0: more worried about making sure we sound exactly like we do on the CD in person. I'm worried about getting that exact, not giving any difference. Uh, you know, there's, there's going to always be a, a mess up every now and then. But there is, there to step it up the game, I want it to keep stepping up, but we we were really doing it on our our, our our easiest through it at that moment in that, in that first CD. You know, we kind of we were trying to be force to ourselves too much, so it would feel natural. You know, right? So yeah. But yeah, it's going to be hard. You know, I I'm, people love fucking and mother" too. If you're in line too, they love it. I, I see it all the time. People say it all the time, and I, you know, we go out and people say that that phrase. You know. <laughs> And um, it's going to be hard, but I think we need more stuff like that. We need to, we need more stuff that's fun to say. But you know, the, just the, the hard part is is that song is is hard to put on, you know, mainstream radio stuff. It's hard to get them to anybody to play because of all the, the cussing and and stuff like that too, too. And I hate I hate the idea of editing myself or editing any of us. Man, I love the idea of just saying what we want to say and not worrying about it. I don't care who gets mad or not. But <laughs> the thing is have to consider those things sometimes to step it up, you know? It's a hard thing, it
2: really is. It is, you could probably change the word fuck to something else, I don't even know what sound that would go there, because it takes away from the song, but I guarantee you every person who's going through a breakup, or a divorce, or any kind of anything they're the ones that are playing that song over and over and over again, because they're like, yeah, fuck you. I guarantee you they're messaging it to the, to their exes. Like, here. Here's yeah. this song. This song was out to you, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I'm guilty of that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I mean, it's just, like, literally that's the biggest, like, F.U. song. It sound and, and it's, it's, it's great. I know I can't come back to that song, but it's just a fantastic song. You guys wrote, wrote one hell of a song, man. Um, we don't have a whole lot of time left. I do want to play the last song, Crashing Down. You said this one's a little bit slower? Yeah, it's, it's kind of more serious. You know, kind of. Kind of um, less fuck your mom and more like let's make up, baby. Yeah, well, kind of. it's more
0: like, you know, when, when, I, when I wrote the lyrics to it, I kind of, running this and then and we uh, and we molded it together and everything And i had a, a friend of mine actually i played with him in a prior, prior band and before we molded into what it became it was it was about i in my mind i thought about you know how like one of these days when we'll be old and, and the people we love we have to think about them being in the hospital room dying and we're in the waiting room finding out it, it was kind of about like the, the things we're all going to have to do I, our lives all crash down at some point. Right. And we have to, because those slow times, those low, those, those, those bad times, to bring ourselves up and really, really appreciate the, the, the good times,
2: you know? You know what, man? I like you. I'm happy you're on this podcast. You seem like a really cool dude. Like, seriously, you seem like a really cool dude to hang out with. I mean that. Um, you. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. You should come up with another song to follow up with F-Fuck F-U, You and Your Brother too. Called "I'm Sorry, Baby, I Still Love You." <laughs> so, so, so then when they make up, they can sing that song, like for real, you know. That'd be really cool to do. We could we truly be Bob with that, <laughs> <laughs> dude? I think I think that I think that that's like a fucking epic idea right there. But I think all my ideas are epic, so they're not they're not they're not always. <laughs> all right, we're gonna play uh, "Crashing Down" right now. Here we go. Very, very oh, dramatic yeah. ending <laughs> of that song. <laughs> uh, dude, those, so uh, those are the four songs uh, that were sent to me uh, today from Jared with the band Below Seven. If anybody wants to check you guys out, w- buy your merchandise, whatever, how do they find you?
0: So we got a storefront for merchandise and, of course, shows. Um, everything's on. Should be in the bio on Facebook uh, as well to the band page.
2: Um, we got all that stuff like that. Everything's on there. The links, everything. Oh, so go on your Facebook. Go on, your face. go on. <laughs> you, you look at me like I don't know what else to say. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on, because I was kind of halfway listening to your fucking answer there. Okay, what's what's your website called? It's a uh, below
0: seven on Facebook. We also are on YouTube. Uh, i kinda to think of the storefront.
2: Below Seven has
0: that on there. You can
2: order stuff all around and stuff. I mean, just just the basic, basics. I'm gonna, you stuff. know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it for you. I'll let you know. I'll let you know what it is. How does that sound? A <laughs> might be better. <laughs> <laughs> you said someone in your band named Todd or whatever. Is that the person I need to ask these questions to? I don't pay attention to all that stuff. I
0: really don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I, I can, I can tell. While I'm, while I'm looking it up. Uh, I'm going to have Jared, G go first, and then we'll have Candy go. Give some shout outs to some up and coming bands that maybe some of the listeners should, should also check out. All
0: right. want like to start just I know everybody has a band. You're talking about this stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out all these guys in the basement, in the garage, all these kids around here that want to play music, and, you're, and, you're, and everybody's telling you how to get a real job. Or, or all this different stuff. They're telling you this. You know what? D- get you a job. But don't give up on your dreams of playing music. Keep playing. Do what you love. Express yourself. We got some good guys around here. There's so many good guys around here. They're great people, man. I mean, we got and Kane. We got this, this, a bunch of different bands. i played with them all my life. There's just so many. And and I like to see every one of them do as best as they can, man. I don't care who it is. There's
2: the You know, I do want to tell you something before Candy gives some shout-outs. You, I don't know if you know this, but you have a really good website, your band does, and the website for your band is below7band.com, so go check out below7band.com if you want to, if you want to, uh, you can sign up, on, they have a mailing list here, it talks about the whole band, there's like a whole biography about them, how they started, uh, below7, heavily influenced by Godsmack, Allison Chains, Rob Zombie. Some bands that influence Below seven. So, uh, Jared, check out your website. It's really fucking awesome, and I love it. And I, <laughs>
3: Also on that, they're on Spotify once again, and you can pre-order their newest song coming out January 1st on
2: Spotify right now. <laughs> I heard your sister laughing in the background over there. <laughs> yeah. Candy, what bands do you want to give some shout-outs to? Um...
3: I was thinking about Below 7 and how they're not like the usual groups I work with because I'm a metalhead, but I love them, and they cause me to like, branch out in my music. So I want to give a shout-out to Dreams of Audio and Benny Holly. And I can't think of the other ones. <laughs> you,
2: you want me to look up what you're thinking right now on my phone? What is, what is me, Candy like, Browning you thinking think right me. now? <laughs> oh, you're thinking of giving me a shout-out to uh, Nothing Short of Tragic. Fucking figured it out for you. Well, you know, I
3: got to be a tease with that one because he always is,
2: so. Yeah, he is. And I want to give a shout out also to uh, Evan Chavez with Recollection Graphics for his awesome, awesome work he does for a bunch of bands. Jared, you should check him out. He does paintings of bands, and they're fucking awesome. He actually made Kick Rock's new logo. Yes, it
3: is
2: awesome. Oh, and the first rule. And the first rule. Yeah, those guys are awesome. So, all right. I don't want you guys to go anywhere. Stay right there. I want to thank all of my listeners uh, for listening to the podcast. I cannot wait for the new outro song to come out. Eric Bone, Nothing Short of Tragic, is making that for us. So I shared it with Candy. I shared you a rough draft. Isn't it awesome? It is so cool. (laughs) So uh, we have a busy December. We had a huge... This is my last show in November. I can't believe I fucking made it through November because this month has been nuts with bands. So, uh, but we do, we have a little less crazy of a December, but we're going to have a lot of fun. So everyone stay tuned for that. Peace out. Good night and happy holidays, everybody.